0: guys welcome 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 to another episode of my podcast um samuel ap here um just wanna yeah thank you guys for listening that's all i know in a part in the recent weeks i haven't been as active and haven't been as you know consistent as i would like to be um i think i said this in my last episode that i'm still getting used to a change in my schedule uh so um yeah I think I'm getting there for sure Um, I think I'm definitely getting there for sure So yeah hopefully this can be The start of a Of a consistent run Of of episodes Of a consistent podcast in fact Do you get know what I mean So yeah I want this to be a consistent podcast I want you guys to expect episodes every single week and, and receive them So yeah I just want to say that Um, But yeah thank you for anyone who still listens Who listens to every single episode um, Yeah like I honestly don't Think this is this episode, this podcast is anything special, um, <clears throat> yet. Um, so yeah, I still feel like I'm finding my feet, so I'm just happy and I'm grateful for anyone who's listened and even found a drop of value in my uh, yeah, in my conversations with myself essentially. So, um, yeah, just want to say thank you. <clears throat> yeah, just want to say thank you on that. Um, and so yeah, um, when to get straight into it, Liverpool to Everton nil. Merseyside like derby, the Reds get the victory again as per usual. Was new, the sky is blue, water's wet. do You get? What I mean, um, I think, yeah. So I'll quickly summarize the game before we get into the in, in before we get into the in possession, out of possession. You know the tactics and the sub and the substitutions that we saw in the game, and essentially what this game means in the context of Liverpool's tactical development as a whole. Because obviously Klopp has said this, and this is probably the question that I pose in every single episode. What does this mean in the wide, in the wider context, in the bigger picture of Klopp's 2.0? How does this, how are we building our team? Um, what are we seeing on the pitch that could become something in the future, become something great in the future? Um, and so, yeah, that's just the aim of this episode. I think you guys are probably aware or, you know, or, you know, um used to my line of reasoning my line of questioning essentially so yeah let's just get straight into it so I'll start with summarizing the game just summarizing the game I think Liverpool um dominated um the ball Everton didn't really have an out ball, though they, they did have Calvert-Lewin and Decorey and, and they did have one two chances in at the beginning of the second half but I think on the whole I think Liverpool yeah Dominate, I think. Um, the possession stats are damning, you know. It it says um, it says the whole picture. I think Van Dijk and and Konate and Matip when he came on did very very well in you know <clears throat> making sure that they're winning those second balls, making sure that calvert Lewin, Decore or, Har- or Jack Harrison, uh, I think McNeil did a receive face and forwards facing forwards with space and time to run at our back line. I think we were tight, we were aggressive, we were um proactive in that sense. Um And, yeah, I think, you know, in regards to, to the whole game, I think, you know, we with Everson, they were in a low block for basically the whole game, for most of the game. A low mid block, a low passive, low, a low slash mid block. It was passive with occasional aggressive, practice moments you know sometimes they would press sometimes they they wouldn't of course because before the red card um they did make sure to compact the center and ensure that you know whenever the ball did go into center you saw Garner James Garner you, you saw the core, you saw Onana you know jumping on the ball and making sure that Liverpool couldn't play through the center but I think obviously the record happened and I think Liverpool basically played the game camped in Everton's half and I liked what I saw I think you know we were facing a low block and Everton used a far free one and you know we were able to you know circle quickly we were able to you know probe and I I I just think the way we we conducted ourselves in that um possession phase in the final third I really 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 liked it so that was another thing and um um. Yeah. So I That's like my summary of the game. I don't know if, if that I did a, a, a good job there, but that's my summary of the game. Um. I, I, I don't want to go into too much about what I'm actually going to talk about. Um. Yeah. And also, so we saw some tactical tweaks by by Klopp that you know change things. You know, Diaz coming kind of left back, uh, Harvey Elliott. Um, and Sibusi like, switching positions. Um. Yeah. So. A lot to talk about, a lot to digest, and let's just get straight in it. So, Liverpool, um, I'll, in fact, yeah, so I'll quickly just talk about everything quickly and what they try to do from an out-of-possession uh, perspective, I think. In possession, you know, I think it was pretty, pretty, I, I, I don't want <clears throat> to, you know, uh, dumb down what... Sean Dyke wanted to do, but I think on the whole a <coughs> lot of the game on most of all the foundations of Everton's game was probably predicated on what they would do out of possession. Um and so um yeah. So yeah, so obviously it, it, it was like a four 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 two slash four four one one, you know it was two banks of four with the core behind Calvert Lewin. And occasionally jumping out to join to join him in that 4-4-2 to, to press our centre backs, um, and also as well, you had Diangana and Onana would only, uh, jump or be proactive in their pressing when the ball was played into that centre for Liverpool during our build up, um, and also you had Harrison and McNeil jumping on our full backs if they if they ever recede, which was a bit hard because you saw that. Trent was always he was everywhere, he wasn't out wide, so that um that helped to fill out space for Salah, but also about that layer. Um so I think yeah, that was about Everton's that was Edson's approach. That was Ellison's approach. Um and I think and I think they um they did very well in um making sure that well, in the beginning, or, in fact, for the, I think, for the whole of the, of the second half, they did very well in, you know, making sure that Liverpool didn't really penetrate, you know, even when they were camped in there on half, I think, you know, Sean Dyke is famous for that, um, video that he done on the coach's voice about, um, that V-shape that he does when trying to make sure that the opposition does not break into the penny box, um, you know, making sure that we're, that they're, <clears throat> that they're um, maintaining numerical security or or numerical parity when they're in defending situations. Obviously, that means not allowing our wingers to be isolated against their fullbacks. You know, making sure that you know Ghana or, or Nana would make sure to, to shift across to ensure that there was cover. Um, and essentially, yeah, I think and obviously making sure that they're chasing back passes. So whenever we were camp, whenever we were camped in their half. And let's say it was Salah on the touchline passable backwards to let's say Trent, with Everton, they tried to make sure that they would press back passes in those instances to make sure that they can, you know, um gain a bit of territory and move their block a bit higher up. So Everton's shape and their that and their um and what they were trying to do in this game was very, 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 very good. I think it was the best that they could do considering the squad that they have, um, and yeah, so I think I hope I've kind of highlighted Everton's out of shape. Um, and so let's get into Liverpool, let's get into the good stuff. Liverpool's out of shape. So, I mean, Liverpool's in possession shape, so so yeah, so obviously, we, we, we build up in a 3 2, uh, it can sometimes even be a 4 2 with Alisson dropping in or sometimes it can be a two three um so yeah it just depends on who's who but yeah i think with everton's their first line of pressure as i said was quite passive um they had occasional jumps out onto the onto our first line but you know because we always had numerical superiority we we could keep the ball quite comfortably on the back line you know i think we were able to circulate the ball without with minimal pressure sometimes we would get pressure but we would always play out of it or you know discourage at e- Everton press you know we always like stifle their press by our like you know patient um passing around and obviously as well um again we saw that social effective c- combinations with trent graham birch so uh and McAllister even to find the free man sometimes you saw that there were a lot of like one two to get out of pressure quickly so there- there's a lot of like you know um empathy within our midfielders, like, they know how to move, they, they, they're they, really good at these one-twos, these given goals, these uh, third-man combinations, you know, so, yeah, I really like the way, you know, individually, our players are really good at, you know, coming up with solutions to come out of pressure, so, that's a good thing about our about build-up, Um, but, yeah, like I said, um, Everson Aldi jumped on the ball when... The ball was in the center, so whenever the, so whenever the ball was played in the center, that um, that meant that you would see Onana or James Garner jump and you know try to uh, retreat the ball or pressure the ball carrier. Um, but obviously, I think what something that we'd done to counteract this would we would position McAllister within the block, and that would mean that he would be picked up by Onana or jim Garner. and that would mean that onana or jim Garner would be out uh, would be by themselves in the center of the park um and they have and, and they would have to deal with that Or our tread would be Trent sometimes would be on on the half space obviously we had garen and i think he even got a few balls in the center as a result of the fact that we overloaded that that central space which meant that Nana no, no audience gone, who it was didn't know who to catch, who to go because well because obviously McAllister was able to pin um, one player to ensure that they could free up another player if that makes sense. So I hope I I, I hope I've made sense there. Um, but yeah I'll, yeah, I'll say overall in possession first and second phase good, third phase not so good. I think you no know, first place first and and second phase of course there were, there was. There was a few things to you know, to change to, to tweak to improve. Obviously, I think you know there were quite a few technical uh, mistakes. I think uh, Simic has, I think McAllister was like Trent. I remember a few times. Um, so it, obviously international break just happened. I understand. you. I mean, I think every twelve thirty kickoff as well. I think it's completely understandable for Liverpool. To, for our players individually to not be up to scratch in terms of, you know, making sure that they're sharp, making sure that, you know, that they're, um, that they're on the go in terms of, like, their touches and their passing and, 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 yeah, so, um, yeah, I think, um, again, and, the, and, and, and also in the build-up, we saw that the how, because of those technical issues that we saw in the that also happened in the final third, so, so, in transition so Diaz wasn't able to make do of a few chances that he had I think maybe Salah a few times as well um so yeah there were a lot of technical mistakes across the pitch um in build up transition in the progression phase so I think as a whole yeah I think that's probably one thing that really stood out into my mistake was the technical uh mistakes with our execution um but um apart from that, I think that was our in possession game. I think I hope that um made sense. Obviously there was a lot of there was a big emphasis on transitions from set pieces. I think we generated like two or three or four transitions from those um set pieces and we we, we couldn't make do. Um <coughs> um and yeah, I would even say yeah, so the first phase was good. I think better central Incision. Obviously, you we can you can you can argue that obviously with with Everton's their lack of their passive their passive press that kind of helped, but but nonetheless you know we were able to um invade the the centre much more precisely um and also yeah like I said the one twos I think we saw quite a few one twos to get our pressure you know between our players, and that's why I called the social effective, um, empathy there, well, yeah, let me just call it empathy, not social effective, because that sounds a bit whatever. But, but, yeah, the empathy between our players to, you know, invent solutions is something that I think was really, really good, and, and yeah, I think in possession, yeah, really, really good, our build-up c- completion for the game was a 7.7, um, obviously, filter was a 7.6, um, and times G was 2.29. um, um And obviously, Enampton Ed, had their times G times goals was 0.12, and that shows how much better we are at defending. And, and I think that comes down to how we're playing in possession. I think Liverpool are now ensuring that we are personable on our own terms when our players are comfortable not because we are under pressure and we don't know what to do and we're up up the pitch. We're, we're playing because we are trying to play properly, short passes, if we can, um, but we do it on our, on our own terms. I think that's the key thing. On our own terms, when we want to progress the ball, we progress the ball. And I think that is something that um, has a, bit of a big shift in our um, play. Um, see, like I said... Moving <clears throat> on to the alpha version, I don't really have much thing much to say of value, if, if I'm honest. Um, I watched the game twice now, um, as I always do, and obviously, yeah, I think, you know, we had really, really good counter-pressing moments. I think whenever we lost the ball, we were able to go and retrieve the ball. We always m- maintained numerical superiority or numerical parity around the ball so whenever we did lose it we were able to go and press effectively and um yeah and so like i said our ppda our passes per defensive action for the elton game was 4.8 which means that we allowed five passes on average before engaging in a defensive action so that shows how much good how much better our press was but again you know Everton were quite passive, and obviously they didn't execute a lot of their technical details the way they wanted to. So obviously that we were helped by that fact, and obviously Everton have been playing good football this season. I think we've all seen how they have been. I don't know where, but they're quite high on the times on the times goal table. Um, and so yeah, like a lot of their online stats are really good. So this wasn't their best game in terms of in terms of possession. But nonetheless, I think it's worth knowing that yeah, you know we were able to, to counterpress really effectively. I think even our our rest defense was really really good. I think whenever the ball came along to Cavalier and there was always someone close to him, tight, trying to win that ball. And as well, we could see how I think I think it was to so uh and McAllister would in in the case that you know. Cavallone was able to play that wall pass, or you know, knock it down to someone. We were tracking our runs fr- from deep, so we had Sabozla like, tracking maybe Decoré in particular. Um, he was that person who was trying to make those runs past defend, Obviously, Trent was Trent. I mean, not Trent. Um, Simicast was trying to track Harrison. So we were just tracking our runs from deep, and that, and that was really good. And so, um, yeah, I think. <coughs> That is what I'll say about our out-of-possession um, shape. um I think it was really, really good. really, really effect- I think it was really, really effective. And I think Everton just didn't have any answers to it. I think even Sean Dyke said in his press conference that, you know, they did well. I think he considered how they did well in possession, but I think out-of-possession he said that. No, I think he considered that they did well out-of-possession, but in possession. Because Liverpool have were so good in, you know, constantly closing down their players, he concedes that you know that was a part of the game that didn't really um add up essentially. Um and so um yeah, you know, I think we saw a lot of good movements, good, 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 good stuff um in and our in our in, in possession game. So now we're moving on to the tactics the uh, not okay the tactical tweaks and substitutions that change the game the goals the good part you know the part that he came here for if he did come here for anyway um if he if did come here for anything anyway um but yeah so here we are so, <coughs> so Everson played in a 5-3-1 shape when he went down to 210 men and that meant that you know they would the three in, in midfield would basically compact, they would basically be really, really close together in that center of the pitch. And obviously, the, the fire was spread across, but that meant that in those half spaces, in those spaces, either side of those eights, because the, because they were so close together, you know, trying to make sure that, that they compact the center, we saw a lot of half-space crosses that didn't really pull off. I think we saw Trent a few times, um... And I think that was a way, I think I said this during the game, that was a way that we couldn't have um, hurt them. I think if we overloaded one side of the pitch and then worked it quickly into the half space, which we we did a few times. I think Jota had a chance to cross the ball, I mean to head the ball in after Trent Cross with his left foot. and that was the way that I think we could have got in and tried to think And I think and, and to be fair, I like the way we circulated the ball around. I think it was fast, it was quick, it was with 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 purpose. Um and yeah, so I think yeah, that was a, a tactical tweak that I think we looked to exploit, you know, the half space crosses, you know, trying to find that space on the outside of their two eights because I don't think uh, yeah, and, and as well, no one from their back five wanted to leave to jump. And, you know, protect those spaces. And so, that meant that we could have... If we could work the ball there, we could really, really hurt Everton. Um, and we did it a few times. And, uh, yeah, so like I said, yeah. You know, I think we definitely wanted to... <coughs> to circulate the ball quickly. And as well... Yeah, the passes... Passes... A, a, a lot of our passes came within the centre and wide. And I like that because... When you're playing against a low block, they want to squeeze the life or squeeze the space out of the centre. And so if you can get there, and then from the centre you can play a pass out wide for someone to arrive on with just a bit more space than they usually would if you played the ball straight out wide from the back line. I think that is something that we did really well. I think we saw McAllister... So Bozlai would even be in that half space, that half space, that central space before playing the ball out wide for, you know, Diaz, um, uh, whoever it was arriving on that wide position to enter a 1v1. And that was something that I really, really, <coughs> really liked. Um, and then, yeah, and to, be fair, and to be fair, with Everton, they were tracking runners, you know, they were able to track runners, they were blocking space. And they were and they were um being aggressive, you know. They were being aggressive, they wouldn't they wouldn't just stand in the space, they would, you know, push on try to, you know, um gain territory as as they were defending and so yeah, to to be fair they were they were really good, but I think the the thing that they weren't doing really well was shifting horizontally quickly enough when the ball was on the far side. Um and so Yeah, that was a a tactical thing that I noticed. Also, as well, um, yeah, so Nunez and Elliot came on. Obviously, that meant that that Diaz also meant that Diaz went to left back, um, and that was a big, significant change. I think with Diaz being at left back, he was able to start his 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 carries, he dribbles from a deep position, from a deep position, and essentially enter. His attacking situations with a bit more dy- dynamism, which I think he, which I think he needs. I think he definitely, definitely, definitely needed that. He definitely so that also that really made a difference to Diaz's game. He was able to enter his his attacking situations with a lot more dynamic superiority. And Elliot, like I can't sing my praises enough for this guy. Like the guy. Like, okay. Okay, so, there was, like, three, three situations where the ball was up in the air, it was a duel between him and a player, who's going to control it, who's going to be able to get the ball and make that pass forward. And Elliot just, graciously, his technical ability just to receive the ball under pressure, to control a ball that's up in the air, under pressure, and bring it down, play it forwards, is unrivaled. Unrivaled. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, but, Elliott was sensational. He allowed Liverpool to keep the ball. In situations where, you know, 10 men down against Everton, you know, when the ball's up in the air, when, you know, it's a loose ball, those are the situations that 10 men would usually pounce on, you know. That's where you can, you know, that, that's where someone like the Decore, uh McNeil can come alive. But, Elliott anywhere if it's ball up in air control it down pass keep the ball going keep the move going keep sustaining pressure and I think he did really well in doing that you know he had a shot that hit the pulse really good really, I mean that hit the crossbar um really really good shot and yeah I've even said here in my notes that he keeps he wins his duels controls the ball and moves on whatever the situation so that's like something that's just I was going to say that out there because I think he's just sensational and I love him to bitch. Um, but yeah. We also saw, and I think there's something that could be is Diaz and Sabozlai. Now that is a combination that could work. I think we saw a bit of their their combinations, you know, their their I think I think for sure. Suboslay definitely works better on the left. In terms of like being a go for it, in terms of like you know, penetration, I think he definitely Definitely, definitely, definitely is better on the left. And we saw a few, you know, combinations, a few, you know, final third play with him and Diaz. And I thought it looks really, really, really promising. I think the overlaps, underlaps, it looked nice. I think Diaz needs someone like that. Someone who can connect with him, who can one twos, you know, p- pass and move, that kind of thing. Do you get what I mean? So. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I'm very very happy with that with that um position. I mean with that connection there, um, and I think yeah the goals Diaz one v one got got the penalty. Um, I believe that came after him being being going at left back. Um, that yeah so that him winning that penalty was after he was switched to to go to left back and I think and again Sadar um, after a tough week for him in terms of what's going on in Palestine Um, yeah he was he got his goals I think you know he definitely definitely um, uh, paid his dues in terms of like you know I think with pennies, I think it's been a bit contested about is he good enough but you know he paid his dues and obviously the goal transition Darwin Nunes what can we say? Um, I think yeah, I think I'm gonna leave it there. Um, I hope this was a good enough for you guys to, to listen to. Um, this was definitely a very very good game. Um, in in regards to looking at, in regards to looking at it, in in the wider context of Liverpool's t- tactical tactical development, I think. Um. The ability that we had to keep at the back to, you know, manipulate their press, to discourage their press, you know. We would keep at the back and wait for them to stop pressing before we progressed the ball. That was something that I saw that we did a lot. Whenever Everton had like a little spout of pressing, we would keep the ball around, pass it around, you know. One-twos, third-man combinations, you know, keep the ball on that last line, wait for them to, to stop pressing, to discourage them from pressing before progressing the ball. And and like I said, we progressed the ball on our own terms. It wasn't because we we were getting pressed and there was no one to pass it like in recent times. So yeah, it's definitely, definitely a good game. Definitely uh, an important game in regards to our technical development, definitely um, a game that I think will give us a lot of confidence going forwards, obviously winning against uh our rivals um yeah and so i think i'll leave it at that um thank you guys for listening um sorry for the occasional noise i'm at home Mum came in a few times um but i think i hope that, I hope that it all does better now and i'll see you guys when i see you guys see you later